0: Happy New Year! If you're like me, you're spending some time around now reflecting on the past year and making big plans for the year to come. I love setting goals, especially ones that are intentional and strategic and help me become a better version of myself. Goals that have a purpose and a why behind them. As musicians, teachers, leaders, and creators, we're never done learning, and I think that's a good thing. We're constantly seeking out new ways to do things, new strategies to help us be more effective and prioritize what matters, new musicianship skills to develop, new ways to reach and inspire the people we work with. We're curious about the world and the people in it, how things work, why certain things happen the way they do, what learning looks like. I think it's because we know deep down that there's always room to grow. I'm Ashley Daniel, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing Field Notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your ministry and teaching, and insight into a few tried-and-true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about goal-setting in the context of our work as musicians and educators. But before we get into that, I want to talk about the goal-setting process as a whole. If goal-setting is new for you, or if you're looking for some extra motivation to get started, I want to share a couple of resources that i've found to be really helpful first laura casey l-a-r-a has a free goal setting series on her blog every year this is just a really helpful step-by-step process for mapping out what your priorities are for getting clarity and breaking down your big picture vision into some small achievable action steps second Kendra of the Lazy Genius Collective has a free four-day mini course on goal setting. It's called Plan Your Life Without Becoming a Robot. She describes goals as a purposeful direction, not a destination, which I think is on point. By setting goals, we're making an intentional choice to move in a certain direction in whatever part of our life. I think there's some power in that, in Making a decision and doing something then with purpose. So on that note, as you think about your goals and where you're headed this year, I have three questions for you. One, what kind of musician do you want to be? Two, what kind of teacher do you want to become? And three, what is your number one teaching related goal? The purpose behind these questions is to help you think about who you want to become as a musician, a teacher, an artist, a creative, a mentor, a leader, whatever it is that you do, who do you want to become and why is that important to you? I created a free teaching reflection workbook for you to download. It's available in the show notes at ashleydanew.com fieldnotes. So let's dive in a little deeper on each of these questions. So number one was, what kind of musician do you want to be? In music school, this is a question that we're asked constantly. In every class, every lesson, every concert, there's an opportunity to move the needle, to inch closer to that version of ourselves that we strive for. And I think there's a part of that striving for excellence that stays with us even after we graduate. It's a commitment to not settling to continue learning and doing things that challenge us or make us feel like we're stepping a little bit outside of our comfort zones. As a professional musician, though, this question can feel a little overwhelming. The learning process is never ending, and striving for something that feels unattainable can be defeating. But that doesn't mean that it's not an important question to ask. Perhaps it just needs a little reframing. What if instead of thinking of it as all the musicianship skills you haven't yet mastered, it became about your musical persona, the things that characterize you as a musician and artist and teacher? What sets you apart? What inspires you, motivates you, challenges you? What do you love about what you do? What keeps you coming back? Once you have some of those things in mind, how can you continue to foster and cultivate those things this year? Maybe it's making a point to attend a concert every month, or carving out some time to just sit down and play your instrument for fun once a week. Maybe it's signing up for a class, or doing some good old-fashioned score study. Maybe it's learning a piece by ear, or collaborating with other professionals in your community through an ensemble of some kind. Maybe it's making a practice of sight reading. Spend some time thinking about the kind of musician you are and want to be, and write down a few goals related to that. So question number two was, what kind of teacher do you want to become? I love this question because it speaks to the fact that we're always evolving as teachers and educators. The students we teach, the people we work with, they grow and change from year to year. So it's impossible for us to just stay the same, to teach the same way we did last year. We learn as we go, and every year offers us a new opportunity to connect and inspire and motivate those we teach in new and creative ways. As a teacher, I want to be intentional with my time. I want to plan out some big-picture goals for my students, but also to remain adaptable and flexible in our week-to-week lessons. I don't want to be so tied to my plan that I miss the opportunities for learning that are embedded in those small in-between moments. I want to be present. I want to be a good listener, and I want to inspire creativity and the pursuit of musical excellence in my students. What about you? What have you learned about teaching in this past year? Even if you weren't in a teaching position this past year, what have you learned from watching those around you? From observing your own teachers? What's important to you, and how can you move toward those things this year? Question number three was what is your number one teaching-related goal? These goals are things that you can do to inspire and motivate those you teach or direct, help them grow, help them reach their full potential. Maybe this means finding time for reflection during the year so you can examine and study what's really working in your teaching and what's not working, and then you can revise your process accordingly. Maybe your goal is to find more consistent ways to foster musical creativity in your teaching. Maybe you want to be more present less frantic or scattered or distracted so you can really give your best self to those that you're teaching. For me, I want to talk less and listen more. I want to look for ways to communicate more efficiently while also giving my students more space to think for themselves and to come up with their own creative solutions. What about you? What's your number one teaching related goal for this new year? Now that we've spent some time talking through these three questions, I want to close with a little encouragement on how to get your thoughts down on paper and set goals that are actionable and achievable for the coming weeks and months. Start by dreaming big. Try not to edit your ideas before you've gotten them out on paper. The sky is the limit here. What would your life look like if you were the best version of yourself? Find some time to sit and think about this and write down your ideas. Next, plan strategically. Don't try to tackle all your goals in the next eight weeks. It's easy to get excited and you have this vision in place and you wanna just go and get there. But think about the steps that you need to take to achieve your goals and to write out maybe three to four small action steps that you can take for each one. Prioritize what's most important or necessary and then outline a clear process for change, growth, and incorporating some of those new ideas. Also, how will you know that you've been successful? Mark in a few checkpoints for yourself along the way. As you write your goal actions, start each one with an action verb so you have a clear direction for what to do. Finally, assign a deadline to each action step and put that deadline on your calendar this will help keep you accountable and help you celebrate your progress throughout the year. Remember, it's not about reaching a certain de- destination at the end. It's really about setting out in a purposeful direction. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanew.com fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Danube and at Ashley Danube blog on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you would leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the series and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear more of in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.